Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome aboard National Football Show. We are now officially eight days from the start of training camp for your favorite football team. Football is here, folks. Front and center, this is the final build-up week to your respected team's potential chances this year at doing something or maybe not doing anything. 90 guys will show up to training camp. Hell, some of the rookies are showing up on Monday. I think the Bills rookies show up Monday. I know some of the teams that are playing in the Hall of Fame game this year are getting a chance to show up over the weekend. Rookies, free agents are showing up to respected football teams this weekend and getting ready for the upcoming NFL season. Eight days away, tomorrow will be officially a week. I cannot wait to see how this whole thing shakes out. I can't wait to see the story in Philly. I can't wait to see what happens in Tampa. I can't wait to see what the decision is going to be in Cleveland. What happens in Green Bay? Can the Rams repeat? Can Joe Burrow do it again? There's some of the best storylines in NFL history this year. I cannot wait. Records that stood for generations may be broken as well, man. So I cannot wait. We are here. Welcome aboard. Please hit the like button. Don't forget Gary Cobb from Fox 29 in Philadelphia in hour number two, as he always does. He sits on his perch on hour number two at 430 Eastern time. Seth Joyner is going to join us this week. Mario Cristobal is going to join us this week. We got a boatload of people. Uh, Hollis Thomas is going to step in with us this week as we're getting ready for training camp. A couple things in this hour we're going to do. We've been going through the schedule and we've been previewing the teams that the Eagles are going to be playing. And we're going to be doing the Washington Commanders today. Wrote down a lot of stuff about this football team. Obviously, Turner now the offensive coordinator, Scott Turner. Um, Jack Del Rio was able to weather the storm with some of the things that he said about the January 6th uh, case that was going on in Washington at the time. So it looks like he's still going to remain as defensive coordinator in Washington. He's a fine coach. That's good. The coaching staff in Washington's great. Obviously, the big acquisition was Carson Wentz this past offseason. So we're going to talk Washington. Also, we are going to play a game. It's called, Is Jalen Better Than? And we're going to do that, and I'll explain more. We'll do that at the bottom of the hour here. I saw a lot of people on Twitter going back and forth with me about, really, the upcoming season and Jalen Hurts. And, you know, somebody was asked, Sills, um, why, why all the conversation on the quarterback? Well, your whole season revolves around the quarterback. He's the focal point of this football team this year. Plain and simple. Jesse, Lube, Ryan, Michael, Flex, appreciate you coming aboard. Flex says Rams not repeating. I agree. I don't think the Rams do. Think the Rams look like a repeat team? 
Do you think they look like that? I don't know, man. Les Snead has done such a great job building that football team. Jay, what's up, brother? Appreciate you coming in. What happened to Matt Nagy? What's up, Rob? Good morning, Sydney. Appreciate you coming aboard, man. Thank you so much. Uh, good morning, Big Sills. Furniture removals. You should see the Big Sills man cave right now. I'm not happy about it. Okay, things are all over the place. I can't find anything. Anytime things get moved, I have a heart attack. What do you mean? What do you mean? I mean, I'm seriously, I'm like the guy in Rain Man. All right? I'm like the guy in Rain Man. Okay. Oh, no, no, please. No, no, no. Don't touch that. Don't touch that. Oh, he touched, got his hands all. Dude, I, seriously, I feel like Rain Man. Okay? Like, I can't find anything. I can't see anything. Kind of throws me off, too. I mean, it's really, I hate that, man. When anybody touches my stuff. Hey, Mike, the Bobby Wagner joining the Rams. Dude, it is such a great organization. Les Snead does such a great job. Hey, Bob, appreciate you coming aboard. Kyle, thanks a lot, man. Can't wait to hear the list, Kyle says. Well, I got a, I got a boatload of lists, I think, today. Okay? Let's see, one, two. I don't know if they're lists. Maybe two lists. Okay? I got you Monday. Kmart sucks. <laughs> yeah, hey, man. I do like that movie, too. All right. So as promised, I thought we would go through the games that the Eagles are going to be playing. We talked about the Lions and the Vikings already. Your favorite commander, Carson Wentz and his Washington commanders are the next team up. And that'll be in week three. That'll be at FedEx and Landover, Maryland. Talk about one of the shitholes of America to put a football team. And now they want to move it closer to RFK. Really? What gave that away? You thought you'd move it into the suburbs, and it's absolutely been the worst stadium place in the history of the National Football League. Honestly, they get nobody. You can go on StubHub and go to a Washington football game for 30 bucks. I mean, nobody goes to those games. They may be this year, though, because I think they're going to have a chance to be pretty good. I do. I work for Kmart. They did suck. Michael, appreciate it. Hey, man, it's a great store, man. We go there all the time. Plus, we like Target, too. All right. Let's dive into the Washington Commanders. How good do you think this football team is going to be this year? And what kind of challenge do you think it's going to be for the Philadelphia Eagles this year? Obviously, the big move. Some cliff notes here. Obviously, the big move is Carson Wentz. Can I make a prediction to you? Here's my prediction on Carson Wentz for the 2000. I was kind of kidding last week, but here's my prediction on Carson Wentz for 2022. Here's what I think he does. 3,982 yards, 33 touchdowns, and nine picks. I think he goes back to being Carson Wentz. I'm going to make a point to you, and you guys tell me if you think that. I don't know, man. I'm going to throw some numbers at you here. Let me let me go over to this. And I'm going to tell you why I say he throws for 33 touchdowns and nine picks and 3,982 yards. Let me let me let me make a point to you on something here. Um Here's Carson Wentz's passer rating numbers. Since 2016, 
when he came into the league. And you tell me if you think these are bad numbers. First year in the league, 2016, 79-3. Rookie season, to be expected. 2017, 101.9. Exceptional. 2018, 102.2, even better, exceptional. So 2017 and 2018, Carson Wentz had a 101.9, and then in 18, a 102.2 quarterback rating. There's far from anything wrong with those numbers. 2019, 93.1, starting to see a decrease. Obviously, the 2020 season was a train wreck. Worse than his career, 72.8. And last year, 94.6. Third best numbers in his six years as a starting quarterback in the NFL. So really, he's pretty much put up really great quarterback rating numbers. 101.9, 102.2, 93.1, was a train wreck for the entire organization. And last year, 94.6. Obviously going to another football team. Carson Wentz, if you look at the numbers, it's funny. I can watch games with him and do this. Jesus, criminy. You need a blindfold to watch some of the plays that he has. A blindfold. But then you look at the end of the year and you're like, how is this possible? Even last year's numbers, I thought were real good. But then you watch the Titan eight minutes and then you watch the entire Jaguar game and really even the second half of the Raider game the week previous and you go like this, damn, dude. Three games hosed you last year from being the starting quarterback in Indianapolis still. Three games. Actually, a game and a half in eight minutes. Cost that dude a chance to be the Colts quarterback in 2022. That shows you how much of an impact those shit plays had that he made last year. Worst eight minutes of football I've ever seen by a quarterback. Worst ever. The stretch run down the line against the Raiders. The game was close and the game was the game was really fought hard. The Jaguar game was a complete disaster. You gotta win that. Remember that Monday I came out and I said, You gotta win that game, kid. You just have to win that game. Noodle arm hurts is in the house. Carson isn't a bad quarterback. He's not. Look at the numbers. They prove it. They beat a bunch of winning teams last year, too. A. Thomas says, Wentz always going to have stats, just always makes bonehead decisions. Thomas, I think you're dead on. Wentz always going to have stats, just going to have those kind of boneheads. Wentz is like Favre. Boy, I tell you something, Lou. I have made that comparison. He's a slightly lesser talented Brett Favre. 
That is really a great comment, and you're correct. I agree 100%. But here, let me throw this at you here. And we're talking about the Game 3 opponent, the Washington Commanders here. It's why we're talking Wentz here. I think that Terry McLaurin is going to have 1,300-plus yards this year. This is the best wide receiving core that he has had in his entire professional quarterbacking career in the NFL, Carson Wentz. You add the kid Dotson from Penn State. Get this. Terry McLaurin has averaged 67.2 yards a game with quarterbacks that could not start anywhere in the NFL. Tyler Heineke and some of these other guys. Dwayne Haskins, God rest his soul. These guys were bums, absolute bums. And he was still producing numbers, still producing numbers. I think that number is going to shoot up to over 100. I think this kid's going to have a great year. This may be the best offensive line and wide receiving core that Wentz has ever had. Now, I'll take that back. The 17 Eagle O-line was tremendous. This is second best. Okay? This is the second best. Now you're tripping, Sills? On what? The O-line, the O-line Eagles, yes. 2017 O-line was great. The 2020 line was a mash unit. Okay? The O-line, hey, I think that, I think it's a much improved team. Lou goes, isn't it weird that Wentz is everything Hurts isn't and vice versa? Yeah, but get this. I want ability. I love the intangibles, but I'm sick of those intangibles. Intangibles without the ability don't win you games. You got to have ability. Those intangibles mean nothing. Hey, he's a good guy, shows up to work, works hard. Is he good? Not really. Hey, yeah, I think so, Eagle. I think Terry McLaurin's going to go over 1,300 yards this year. Michael says, Sills, Washington winning the division? No, I've already made the prediction. The Eagles are winning the uh, the uh, division. I've already given you that. Absolutely not. You better win the division. you got the best roster. Again, we're talking about the Washington Commanders here. On defense, this kid Cole Holcomb, who had 142 tackles last year. My opinion, I believe that was like 10th in the NFL. I think this guy could lead the National Football League in tackles. He's a machine. Plus with that D-line he has in front of him, I think the Washington Commanders have the best defense in the division. And that includes the Philadelphia Eagles. You're not better than Washington. You're not. Washington's defense is better than Philadelphia's defense. Okay. Um, I think they really did a nice job at putting a coaching staff together. I like Scott Turner as the OC. Jack Del Rio, if he can keep his damn politics to himself and not alienate a locker room, he's a hell of a defensive coordinator. He's proven it everywhere he's gone. Um, so they got a good coaching staff, and they better have a good coaching staff because they have a horrific front office. I love this kid, Johan Dotson, the kid they got from Penn State. 
And I think the defense is stacked this year. I think Washington is going to threaten the Cowboys and the Eagles to win that division. I think those three teams are going to be right around the same group of number of wins this year. I think Washington can win between 9 and 10 games, Dallas 9 and 10, and the Philadelphia Eagles between 9 and 10. I think they're going to be right there. Don't go to sleep on them. And by the way, the best coached team in the division is Ron Rivera. I'd rather have Ron Rivera than Mike McCarthy or Nick Sirianni or Brian Dable. I don't know anything about Brian Dable as an NFL head coach yet. Sydney says Eagles D is still developing. Well, don't you think Washington's is too? Plus you get Chase Young back. You know, you got kind of a version of Chase Young, but not really. Hassan Reddick is a good player. He's not Chase Young, though. Jonathan Allen in the middle, too. Their front seven is formidable. E- easy money. There is no way. I th- Here, I'll tell you this. I think Washington's defense underachieved. I'll give you that. But talent-wise, ratings-wise, there is absolutely no way that Philadelphia has a better defense than Washington does. I I do not. Now, give me Nick. So you'll take Nick Sirianni over Ron Rivera, okay? Not me, okay? (laughs) Not me. Ron's actually gotten the team to a Super Bowl. And the Carolina Panthers, the boot, okay? Heck of a defensive coordinator, too. Nate says Chase Young has lost his step in his third year. Okay. What has Ron done since the Super Bowl? Well, he won the division two years ago, coming over to Washington. That's what he did. First year in Washington, he won the division. I don't know. So he's won a division and two different divisions in the NFC. Okay. What has he done? Well, he's he's won. Wentz plays like a kid who is still trying to prove he belongs in the league rather than knowing he belongs. I, Bob, I think it's more this. He's got to trust more people around him. There's a reason you pay wide receivers giant money and running backs giant money. He's got to believe more in his guys. I don't think he has enough trust in his players. And that hero ball thing, I agree. I agree with you guys. I think the hero ball is because, remember something. How many people do you think he trusted at North Dakota State? None. How many guys do you think he actually went into football games going, hey, I can lean on this guy? That's what happens when you go to a smaller division player because they feel they have to do all that. Joe Burrow plays at LSU. Shit, he's got Justin Jefferson. He's got Jamar Chase. He's got all these superstar wide receivers and defensive guys, running backs, offensive linemen, and he leans on them. Look at Mac Jones. Mac Jones has all these great players, Jalen Waddell, uh, Jamison Williams, all those players, Devontae Adams, or excuse me, Devontae Smith. He's got all those players. And Mac Jones leans on them because he trusts them. Carson Wentz plays at North Dakota State. Who's he trusting? That's where you get a little bit of that hero ball from. And Ron's got to beat that out of him, in my opinion. 
Seals, do you think if Wentz doesn't win the East, he'll be a journeyman? I do not, depending on how he plays. And I think he's going to play well this year. I do. I think he's going to play well. Ertz is who he leaned on for years. I agreed. And that's why Hertz had really great numbers. Ron is overrated. I'll take Nick. What's Nick done? Hey, Ray, thank you so much, brother. I appreciate you coming aboard. Bradbury made the Pro Bowl last year. No, he didn't. He made the Pro Bowl two years ago. Not true. Our defense is going to be better than Washington. We shall see. We shall see. We shall. Washington doesn't have two legit corners like Philly. Um, I think they've got, I think they got better linebackers and they got a better pass rusher. And their two defensive tackles in the middle are as formidable or better than Philly's. Quite frankly, I think Fletcher Cox shouldn't be on the team. He was not productive last year and overpaid. Sorry to have you hear that, but it's fact. These guys are looking at a player right now at 14-4 who's overpaid and underproducing. Does he have a comeback year? Hoping. So was Philly hoping. Didn't we sweep them last year? Yeah. With Tyler Heineke and the COVID game. Yes. Let me, I, I, I had a stat. I want to throw something at you. Here, here's one. In Jalen Hurts' seven ball games versus NFC East opponents that he has started, what do you think his numbers look like? Actually, eight days, brother. What do you think Hurts' numbers versus the NFC East look like? What do you think? There's seven games, by the way, he's played and started. I looked him up. Good afternoon, Mike. So many defensive changes makes for exciting times ahead. As long as they know what they're being asked to do. John Lynch told me, you never really get a chance to see a guy in him understanding what's being asked to him until you get him in a second year with the club. First year, sometimes you're still being asked. But then again, it's a new system, so we'll see. Dank. Oh, no. Boozer goes not good, I bet. I'm just asking you what Jalen Hurts' numbers are against the NFC East. <clears throat> Michael, I'm going to get into playing some fantasy this year. No, he's actually three and four, Mike. As a starter, he's three and four. Okay. He's averaged 30 attempts, 17 completions for 225 yards, six touchdowns, and nine interceptions versus the NFC least. Actually, do you know what his best numbers are against? The Cowboys, because they're empty calorie. 
Dickey's thrown for over 300 yards a game in the two games he started against Dallas. Okay? Now, they were annihilated, and he didn't start in the 51, whatever that thing was last year at the end of the season. He didn't start in that game. We'll do some fantasy with you guys. We'll, do, we'll, 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 we'll create a lead. We'll do something like that. Not good in the division. We got to get back to that. That's right, big picking. That's why I bring this up. Dak Prescott has feasted. He has feasted on the NFC. Has Dak ever lost to Washington? I mean, surely he's lost to the Eagles, right? Dak's lost to the Eagles? As a starter, has Dak lost? I, I, I don't know if he's lost to Washington. I mean... The Giant game, I think he got beat when he started when they got hurt. How many times has the Eagles beat Dak Prescott? Booza once, is it? Gaming, we'll do all that as we get closer to the NFL regular season. We'll do something like that. Of course, you're all going to play. Anybody who's involved with us. I think that's a great idea, Xander, that we have a uh, Jacob Media Jacob Sports Media Fantasy Football League. I think we get everybody involved in it, man. Do some jerseys and shit like that. Xander, Jacob Sports, we should have a fantasy football league where everybody's playing against each other's shows. How you like that? I think that's a great idea. James, once? Eagles beat Dak once? Dak has a 25 and 6 record against the NFC East. Randall, th- look, that's the point what I'm making here. Jalen's got to start dominating the East. Can't split with those sorry ass Giants as they're rebuilding. You can't have a game like you did last year against the Giants. Okay, you can't. Okay, you can't. Nope, we beat them twice. Prescott. Owns the East. The Eagles swept the Cowboys in 17. We beat them once in 18, and we won the division last week in 19 with Wentz and guys from Walmart. We owned this division for so many years. We got to get it back. Absolutely. So I wanted to take a look at those numbers that Carson or Jalen Hurts has versus the NFC East. Three and four. 17 to 30 for 225 yards per game passing. Six touchdowns and nine picks. Must improve. Must improve. And that leads me to my topic here. I tweeted this out, and I want to hear you guys. By the way, that's Washington. I think Washington's a pretty good football team. Okay? Now they just got to put the wins and losses together here to see if they could be productive this coming season. Okay? All right. Let me get this. It's now official list time. Actually, I want to be able to do this on the other side. Xander, I'm going to take a time out here because I want to. I, I want to do this on the other side. It's a game we're going to play. Is Jalen better? I'm going to explain more. I've got every NFL quarterback 
written down here in every football team. Hit the like button. We're going to do this on the other side. I'll explain more here. Big sales for Morgan & Morgan where the fee is free. Listen, guys, if you're hurt or injured on the job, finding an attorney is one of the most important things that you can do for your family and fair compensation if you've been hurt or injured on the job. And for the people, it is not a slogan. This is who they are with their 800 attorneys strong across the country. They're the biggest law firm in America, making sure they protect you. They will not be bullied in a courtroom. There's no such thing as a fender bender when you go to Morgan and Morgan. Call them at 800-512-1600. That's 800-512-1600. The call is free. The consultation's free. Open 24-7, seven days a week. 800-512-1600. And when you call Morgan & Morgan, do me a favor, tell them Big Sills sent you. I'm John Morgan of Morgan & Morgan. When you're hit from behind in a car crash, the insurance company may try to say, you can't possibly be hurt. It was only a few miles an hour. It's simply not true. You see, here's the thing. Getting hit at 10 miles per hour is like falling off of this. 15 miles per hour, like this. And only 25 miles per hour, this. Injured, dial pound law. There's only one Morgan & Morgan. Go for the pulse and the pools. Go for the ooze and the oz. Go for the bubbles and the bubbly. Go for the story and the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community. A sports roundup for the locals. And the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare. Uh-huh. Go for the pulse and the pools. Go for the ooze and the oz. Go for the bubbles and the bubbly. 
Go for the story and the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Welcome back. National Football Show. It's your boy, Big Seals. Please hit the like button, guys. Man, we're right around the corner. Tomorrow's going to be seven days to the start of training camp. How crazy is that? All right. Um, there is word going around the NFL that Jesse Bates and the Eagles and um, the Bengals are connected here a little bit on trying to work a trade out to get Bates into the Philadelphia Eagles. Having contract issues. This is what I'm telling you about Joe Burrow in a couple of years. Maybe you stick with Jalen Hurts for two years, and then you get into the Joe Burrow sweepstakes, and you start building up all your draft choices. Any kid coming out of college right now, you can keep if you get me, Joe Burrow. I'll give you four first-rounders. I'll pay that guy $250 million in guaranteed cash. I'll give that guy everything he wants. If the Bengals are waffling on Jesse Bates. What do you think that means for the future of Joe Burrow? The idea is to collect as many great players as you possibly can. Joe Burrow can't play defense. And the positions that you pay are secondary, edge rusher, quarterback, wide receiver, left tackle. Those are your premium positions. The rest of the dudes as the Rams have figured out, are filler. Look at how the Eagles look at the linebacking position. They got a steal in the Kobe Dean in the third round. He wasn't going to take a linebacker in the first two rounds. So we got a steal of a guy who's projected to be a first rounder in round three. That's how he looks at it. How many elite linebackers are making gigantic money right now that aren't edge rushers? The inside linebacker position is almost as obsolete as the running back position in the NFL today. They look at linebackers. You imagine what Lawrence Taylor would make today or a guy like Reggie White? My God almighty, they'd be making $45 million a year. Then again, I don't know if they'd be legal in the league. So the Eagles look like the number one landing spot for Jesse Bates, the safety with the Bengals. Mike Brown's not going to pay the guy. And he's already made it very clear he's not showing up to training camp. So could Howie work some magic? And I believe they're three or four million under the cap. I don't know how they would make that work. But it looks like the destination could be Philadelphia for Jesse Bates. And he's a heck of a football player. You add that guy to the team, then we're talking about a whole different conversation too. Jesse Bates versus... Tyron Matthew, Honey Badger, I'll take Bates every day, all night. No question about it. He's a better ball player today. Honey Badger gets banged up too much. Guy can play, man. I mean, you imagine how we pulling this off too? Hey, PP, I didn't say it was happening. I said the Eagles are tied into some other teams for a potential landing spot for Jesse Bates. That's what I'm saying, okay? Four million under the cap. 
Again, he's a heck of a ball player, but a safety. Am I really giving up assets for a safety? Absolutely not, man. I'm not giving first rounders up for a safety. Look what happened to Seattle when they did that with the Jets. Two years later, they had to trade Russell Wilson just to get some assets back. Okay? PP's right. It it, it is. I mean, logistically, now look, they would want to get him out of the division. Okay? They would want to get him out of the division, and they would want to get him out of the conference. So we'll keep an eye, just keep an eye on Jesse Bates potentially landing with the Philadelphia Eagles. All right, I want to do something here. I tweeted this out. And you tell me if I'm wrong on this. The Philadelphia Eagles have the worst passing quarterback in the NFL. True or false? I didn't say the worst quarterback. I said the worst passing quarterback. There's a difference. The least accurate. Whatever and however you want to define that. I didn't say he's the worst quarterback. He's the least effective passing quarterback In the NFL. Kyle says false. Close. Maybe. True. Wow. That's more honest than I thought many of you would be. Kyle says false. Passing wise, guys not overall. That's right, big picking. That's what I'm saying. He's the least effective passing quarterback in the NFL. What's up, Maniac? Lou says, without Googling, I'm saying true. Sam, I'm going to ask all of you this question. William, I'm going to go through the list. Okay? Let's take a look at that to see if it's just not true. Daniel Jones did beat the Eagles last year. Is he better than Josh Allen? No. Is he better than Mac Jones? Ray, thank you so much, brother. As a passer? No. Is he better than Tua? Is Jalen Hurts a better passer than Tua Tugaviola? You think Jalen's a better passer than Tua? You think he's a better passer than Tug of Viola? Xander. Is Jalen a better passer than Tug of Viola? Maniac says no. Tua has better, has a better arm. No, not arm, 
This is all I'm asking here. I made a tweet, and I want to know if you guys think that tweet is over the top. I said that Jalen Hurts, okay, is the least effective passing quarterback for a starter in the league. Let's come back to that. Put a star there. You think he's a better passer than Zach Wilson? I don't. I think Zach Wilson has a better arm. I didn't say he's a better quarterback. Remember that. Kent, I'm not asking you to tie that in. Okay. I'd say, and, 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 and Xander just said it too. Zach Wilson has a cannon. So we'll come back to the two one. So, okay, let's move on to the Titans. Is he a better passer than Tannehill? No. Is he a better passing quarterback than Matt Ryan? No. Is he a better passing quarterback than David Mills from the Texans? I can't even tell you who David Mills throws the ball to in Houston. I don't even know if I've ever seen David Mills throw the ball, so I I don't know. Okay? I I, I don't know. And I mean, I'm going to assume, so I'll give it to him, because I I don't know David Mills. David Mills. Is he better than Trevor? Absolutely not. Is he a better passer than Joe Burrow? No. Is he a better passer than Mitchell Trubinsky? No. Is he a better passer than Deshaun Watson? No. Is he a better passer than Lamar Jackson? No. Okay. Is he a better passer than Patrick Mahomes? No. David Carr? No. Derek? Justin Herbert? No. And Russell Wilson? So let me go back. Is he a better passer than Tua Tagovailoa? Flex. The point is I'm making here. You're missing my point. I tweeted this out, that Jalen Hurts is the least effective passing quarterback in the National Football League. Let's just do this. Personally, I think Tua has one up on him because he beat him out. He beat him out at Alabama. He was drafted in the first round. He's won some games. So in the AFC, the only quarterback that Jalen Hurts is more effective passing the ball is David Mills, which means this. He can only start on one team in the AFC, the Houston Texans. Let's see if that gets better on the other side. 
Because let me tell you something. You know why this is being said today? You got A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard. You can't have the most or the least effective passer on you on your team in the league and think you're going to be successful. You can't. He's going to win games with his legs? Great. That's not what they want. Here, let's go to the NFC. One guy in the AFC he's more effective than, that's David Mills. And the only reason I'm saying that is because I've never seen David Mills play outside of Stanford. Trade Hurts to the Texans for a first-round pick. Are you crazy? Okay, right. And Xander goes, it's debatable whether he's a better passer than David Mills. You guys keep thinking all these offensive numbers are coming. He couldn't start but for one team, maybe, in the AFC. As a passer. All these, he couldn't start in the AFC East, North, West, for sure. Maybe in the South. Let's go to the NFC. Is he a better passer than Dak? No. Is he a better passer than Wentz? No. Is he a better passer than Daniel Jones? You know what? I didn't, I've never seen Daniel Jones's numbers. You know, all I sit around doing is like every other sports dude. And you know what I do? I sit around going, he sucks. Daniel Jones stats. Bro, he's not a better passer than Carson Wentz. You crazy? Here's Daniel Jones's numbers. 3,027 yards his rookie year for 24 touchdowns and 12 picks. Second year, 29-43, 11 touchdowns, 10 picks. Then he was benched and hurt, 24-28, 10 touchdowns and 7 picks. He's got 45 touchdowns and 29 interceptions, and he's thrown for... Almost 8,400 yards, 63 percentage, completion percentage. You think Jalen Hurts is a better passer than Daniel Jones? I didn't say, Randall, that Daniel Jones is better. I said he was a more effective passer. Daniel Jones or Jalen Hurts? I'm talking about the thing that matters the most, passing ability here. Not quarterbacking. Passing ability. Okay? Passing ability. Hurts killed us in the Giant game? 
You mean last year's game when you went into the Meadowlands and they completely crapped the bed? So you think, Joseph thinks that Jalen Hurts is a better passer than Daniel Jones. Tell you what, I'll give you that because I've been saying he sucks too. So now we got two quarterbacks so far. David Mills and Daniel Jones. He's not better than Aaron Rodgers. Is he better than Jameis Winston? He'll never throw for 5,000 yards in his entire career. He's better than... Is he a better Baker field and say two flunkies that are going to battle it out and carry him? Is Baker Bakerfield has thrown for 28 touchdowns? I'll get to you on that. Is he better than Matthew Stafford? No. Kyler Murray, no. Garoppolo, no. Drew Locke or Geno Smith, absolutely. Is he better than Brady? Is he better than Cousins? No. Justin Fields, I do think he is. Jared Goff, he's not. So, out of 32 NFL football teams... Jalen Hurts is a more effective passer than Justin Fields, Drew Locke, Daniel Jones, David Mills and Marcus Mariota. Five teams. Five teams. Five teams. Hertz gets his chance going to see the GOAT shows. He knows what he needs to get done. Arm talent separates NFL quarterbacks. The elite ones all have great arm talent at worst. Hertz and Minshew limited with their arms. That's where I'm going here. Picking. I just asked a simple question here. Okay, Rome, what did I say that is wrong? This is why I don't listen. Yeah, it's because you live in denial. You think there's going to be all these crazy numbers and such when I put out stats and I ask you a simple question and you think it's propaganda when I ask you a simple question. He couldn't start in the NFC, in the AFC East he couldn't start in the AFC North. He couldn't start but for one in the South with David Mills, and he clearly couldn't start out West. He could only start on one football team in the AFC, and that's maybe 
debatable, the Texans, based on arm talent. This is what they're trying to do in Philly. They're trying to become a passing football team. That's why you spend $100 million and why you draft a guy in the first round. That's not propaganda. Those are actualities. You spent $100 million. You drafted a first rounder. You got one of the top tight ends. You got one of the best O-lines, if not the best O-line. And your quarterback is the less. He could only start on five teams in the NFL based on arm talent. That's not propaganda. Texans already said they don't want him. Now, look, this does not mean the kid can't play the position. I asked a simple question on my Twitter page, at Dan Cilio Show, based on arm, arm skill. You know, I would say this to you. The best arm talent in the league, in my opinion, the best arm talent, Man, Mahomes, Rodgers, Allen, Burrow. Those guys probably. I'll even make this point to you. Jalen Hurts is the third best talent wise in the NFC. Not saying he's the lesser of all these quarterbacks. He may win the division. I got to win in the division. Facts are talent dominates the league. Arm talent is what runs the league today. You make $50 million based on arm talent. You don't make $50 million a year based on leg talent and running around. That's why they're hedging in Baltimore right now. That's why they're kind of concerned about Kyler Murray. You know, it's one thing, Deshaun Watson versus Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray, those are three different quarterbacks. Watson doesn't run around. Watson wins games and throws and puts those numbers up from the pocket. Joseph says Jeff George had a big arm and was trash you know what's funny when 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 joseph says that arm talent he automatically thinks i'm talking about strength and throwing it a mile i'm talking about being accurate there's the difference joseph you're looking at being a hero and throwing the ball 100 yards i'm looking at accuracy that's arm talent to me that's not who can throw at a country mile. I'm not talking arm strength. I'm talking about arm talent. The guys who win games with their arms. Aaron Rodgers doesn't throw the ball a ton deep. He just throws it on target. Not talking about big arm. Once again, You listen to 2% of what I say. Okay? 
maniac. He's never been accurate. Ray, I've never seen Mills play, so I can't give a sense of a conversation with that, okay? I can't. Yeah, if you notice, I didn't say one thing about arm strength. I don't care about that. He's right about Jeff George, though. Jeff George could throw it a country mile and had a two-cent brain. So do you th- so you don't think Jalen will ever be accurate? No. I don't. No, I don't. Personally, I think the Eagles are building this football team for another man. No, I don't. How can someone do this? Please explain. Yeah, because Sammy's never beaten anybody and they're all garbage yards. You say it about Dak, empty calorie stats. <laughs> hey, when you're down and you're getting murdered like you were in those Cowboy games, remember something? Came out of the 4-11 and season where he started a couple of those ball games, started the season 2-5, and five, played against good teams, put up horrible numbers. That's how he did it. She, Colin Kaepernick, put those numbers up. They're comparable to Colin Kaepernick, my friend. Rome says, since you like stats, talk about drops and mishaps from last year. I don't talk about fantasy BS like that. What if this? What if that? What if it didn't rain out? What if Alshon Jeffries catches the pass against the Saints? (laughs) That's the only one I talk about. Stop with this Carson Strong. The guy, I mean, seriously, man. Talk about people that matter. It's always the backup quarterback that everyone touts as the most popular guy on every team. Gardner Minshew will never start it down in Philadelphia unless Hurts has a catastrophic injury. He'll never start in Philly. Never. He's been told that. Sam doesn't like what I'm saying. You're a joke and can't be taken serious. I'll do it again for you, Sam. Could he start in Buffalo? No. Does he have better arm talent than Josh Allen? Does he have better arm talent than Mac Jones? Does he have better talent, arm talent than Tua? Lost his job to Tua. Does he have a better arm talent than Zach Wilson? Answers no to all that. Does he have a better better arm talent than Burrow? No. Does he have better arm talent than Mitchell Trubisky? No. Does he have better arm talent than Deshaun Watson? No. Lamar Jackson? No. Ryan Tannehill? No. Matt Ryan? No. Trevor Lawrence? No. Does he have better arm talent than Mahomes? No. Carr? Herbert, Wilson, Dak, Wentz, Rodgers, Winston, Mayfield, Stafford, Murray, Garoppolo, Brady, Cousins, Golf. Give me a break, dude. What didn't you like about that stat I just said? 
I named off all 32 NFL teams. He got five he can land at and maybe win a job with his arm talent. I'm not throwing stats. What stats are you listening to? I said accuracy, arm talent. What stat did you hear me bark? Give me one stat. One stat that I said when I said this. Does Jalen have better arm talent than any of these quarterbacks who currently are starters in the NFL? And the answer is all but five teams. He does. And those guys are Justin Fields, Drew Locke, Daniel Jones, David Mills, and Marcus Mariota. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Bro, he took Wentz's... No, Wentz's job was taken from him. He didn't take it. He's never earned a job in his life. It was never given... It was given to him. He didn't earn that job. Wentz's numbers... Here. Speaking of numbers... Wentz's quarterback rating, 2016, 79-3. 2017, 1019-2018, 102-2. These are quarterback ratings for Carson Wentz in his six years. 2019, 93-1. 2020, shit the bed, 72-8. Last year, 94-6. Carson Wentz averages for a passer quarterback rating of 93 for his career. That those aren't shit numbers. He has horrific moments. Did McMahon have the best arm talent when he won the Super Bowl? How about Dilfer? I didn't say he wasn't going to not win games, dude. You you can't you can't listen. You do not listen. I said arm talent. And by the way, Jim McMahon had exceptional arm talent. Jim McMahon, his problem was staying healthy. Do you know in the entire 17 years that Jim McMahon played in the NFL, he never played 16 games ever. And that includes the year they won the Super Bowl. Do you know that McMahon, when he was at BYU, held the touchdown single season record at 47 for 29 years. When he was at BYU, McMahon led all of college football with 47 touchdown passes in a single year. That number lasted 30 years. So when you talk about Jim McMahon, McMahon was one of the more accurate quarterbacks of all time when he played and when he was healthy. Okay. That's a fact. So when you're talking McMahon, McMahon couldn't stay healthy. Look at his record. Even in Philly, he got banged up, man. He never in 17 years ever played 16 games. Ever. That went to his health. Okay? All right. Hour two. 
I want to show you how hard it is to win a Super Bowl. And coaches and general managers, I want to hit on that. Also, Gary Cobb, 4.30 Eastern time from Fox 29 in Philly. He's coming aboard. Please hit the like button. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. Go for the pulse and the pools. Go for the ooze and the oz. Go for the bubbles and the bubbly. Go for the story and the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community. A sports roundup for the locals. And the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare. Uh-huh. Go for the pulse and the pools. Go for the oohs and the ahs. Go for the bubbles and the bubbly. Go for the story and the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Two National Football Show, Dan Cilio here. Hey, Joseph, just because you don't like my take, at least I have one. Unlike the rest of those dudes that are in your city who are waffling on Hertz, at least I have an opinion. I don't think he's an elite arm. I don't think he's an elite passer. This is no indictment on him as a human. I don't know. <laughs> Does it mean I think he's a bad guy? And I'm not going to quantify my comments by doing what everybody does. You know what they do, Xander, right? Here, here's what they do. Look, here's my take on him. You know, he is a really nice guy. You know, 
he he walks old ladies across streets and he opened doors for women when they're getting out going to like restaurants. I'm not quantifying that. I I I, I don't care about that. This is about winning ball games. This is about getting into today's NFL, throwing the ball down the field, utilizing your first round draft choice. And here, can I tell you what my biggest fear is? Let's get it out in the open here. Okay. My fear is, hey, Xander, here it is. Can I tell you what my biggest fear is? Xander Kraus told me this before we went on the air and he said it in passing. And I've been kind of thinking about it for a little bit. You ready, Xander? Man, Sills, maybe you were right about Devontae. Maybe it's just not a proper fit for him here in Philly. My fear is this. Don't waste that dude's talent. Don't waste $100 million on a guy who can't get him the ball. My fear is you got all that talent and you can't use it. That's my fear. And I don't care if people don't like that. I think you have an inferior quarterback. You may have the least talented arm in the NFC East. It's debatable on Daniel Jones because he can actually throw it. He's had the worst O-line in football. I'll tell you what, Daniel Jones behind the Eagle O-line? I don't know. By the way, Saquon Barkley is a turd. He's a turd. Never healthy, underproducing. Saquon Barkley. Okay. I've seen quarterbacks start off as weak passers and develop. You're you but these guys are passers. They're none of them are runners. You can't compare Tom Brady's first couple of years to Jalen Hurts. Tom Brady never wins games running the ball. He never will unless it's a fourth down play. So when you compare him to Joe Burrow or you compare him to Justin Herbert, these guys have exceptional arm talent, accuracy. He's never had that except for one year in Lincoln. Rome, I wish we did have a live call in. I would take all you guys. Josh Allen has not, was not a pat. Hey, Dominic, you know, I loved what somebody did. I'll go, you got to go back to my, my Twitter page. Daniel Jones had a better two years than Josh Allen did out of the gate. But the difference is those two guys are passers. Jalen's not. He's not accurate. I guess Saquon's health. Hey, availability and durability is part of being an NFL player, Joseph. I don't give a shit about him not being able to play because he's hurt. That's part of it. Durability, availability is part of the evaluation on any football player. 
So if you have the most talent, but you're not there, why do you think the 49ers went out and got Trey Lance? Because Jimmy sucks? No, because Jimmy's not durable and reliable. You can't build a team around a guy who you don't know is there. Look at Zion Williams. The Pelicans gave that guy a max deal. And he's missed 74% of his ball games. Good luck. Good luck. Herbert, I understand. Had a good year last year. Jalen made the playoffs. So what? Hey, congratulations. What do you want, a medal? You're the freaking Eagles. You better get in there. NFC sucks. Um, Easy money. Alex Smith was accurate. He had arm talent. After watching the Bucks wild card game, I can't see how anyone thinks Jalen will make such a leap. He's not, Drew. And I'm the only one that has the gonads to say this to you. He'll never get better at that. He'll get better at playing the position, though. <clears throat> he will. Dank. He is Tyrod Taylor. I actually think Tyrod Taylor is not a bad player. Dominique, you're not comparing Herbert. Your football team wins in spite of that guy. They took the ball out of his passing hands after two and five, and they put it in the hands of the O-line. Tell me I'm wrong. Jalen didn't win and get the team to the playoffs. The O-line did. Tell me I'm wrong. They tried throwing the ball, and they were two and five. They realized they had to run it 38 times a game. And that's how they got to the playoffs. They didn't get to the playoffs because your quarterback was thrown for 375 yards, three touchdowns. Look, look, look at what Joseph does now. What, what I don't know what that means. Wow, your colors are showing now, dude? What's that mean? Not sure what you're talking about. My colors? I think your quarterback is not a very skilled, armed, talented quarterback. I think he plays the position well. I think he's really outstanding. Aikman and Young. Yeah, Young was on the shitty box until he got to the San Francisco 49ers. Breeze actually went to a playoff excuse me, went to a Pro Bowl with the Chargers and had a coach and a play caller in Sean Payton. So look at every single one of those guys M. Reyes says. Breeze, Sean Payton, play caller. Aikman, North Turner, Steve Young, Bill Walsh. I don't know. And prior to that, Aikman had Mike Shula. And then when Jimmy built the team, they won three Super Bowls in four years with North Turner as the OC. Okay. They call you a shock jock, but these jokes just don't listen. Seals, they, Lou, they don't want to listen. They don't want to listen. 
The team's going to play well this year, though, in spite of all of this. Because Jalen knows what he's doing. Don't turn the ball over. Don't. Let me show you how hard it is. I wanted to get to this. Don't forget Gary Cobb, bottom of the hour. Hey, Manster, they don't want to hear facts. Nobody likes facts. You know why? That becomes controversial because when you start throwing facts out at people, they get a little nervous because they like to create their own illusion. That's all right. That's what fans do, and it's cool. I don't have a problem with that. I totally don't. Carl says, Jalen, don't care about any of that shit. Great. He shouldn't. We're having conversation here. This is what I do. Facts without contact creates narratives. I gave you all facts. I've I've given you all facts. Here. Hurts in the versus the NFC East so far. He's three and four, 17 to 30, 225, six touchdowns, nine picks. That's got to pick up. That's facts. We went over the quarterbacks who he would does he have better arm talent than the other guys in the league? Only five teams he does. Facts. That's context. Comparing others to what you have is context. That's context, my friends. That's the definition of context. Seals, you're already determined who Jalen is. I, I, I've seen enough of him. I, I, I know what he is. He's going to go 10 wins this year, throw for about 3,200 yards. There'll be about 11 picks, maybe 20 touchdowns because of A.J. Brown. The team will win the division, and that'll be, you'll be like back in where you were a year. It's going to be where you were a year ago. You'll be better defensively for sure. And you might actually beat a team with a winning record this year. I don't know how many you're going to play. Let's see how many winning teams you'll play this year. Lions won't be. The Vikings will. I think the Skins, excuse me, the Commanders will. I don't think the Jags will. I think the Cardinals will be. I think the Cowboys will be. I don't think the Steelers. The Texans won't be. The Colts will be. The Packers will be. Titans will be. You play seven of your 17 games versus winning teams. The other 10 against non-winners. Seals, do you think Miami wins the ACC this year? No. I think it's still Clemson. Clemson's got a lot of great talent this year. I think they'll be in the game, though. And I think that game will be a lot closer, Ryan. And I think that um, it's, 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 it's going to be a pretty good championship game, and that'll help the ACC, in my opinion. You were wrong last year, and you will be wrong this year. What was I wrong about? Them turning the football over to the offensive line to win games? This has become the Herd Show. Go Birds. Seals 2-5, and five and they moved to run first scheme. That's poor coaching. Why, why scheme a passing system? Because they thought his arm talent was better until they realized it wasn't. 
They thought it was better. They went on what Lincoln Riley told them in Norman. And then when they realized it and they were two and five, they had to make a drastic change and they did. And Bob, that's why the season was saved with the course direction. Jalen didn't save the season. It was the coaches like Nick Sirianni and the offensive coaches that saved that season. What do you think? Jalen had some sort of like masterful game where he saved the season. The O-line started dominating, running the ball 200 times. They finished the season. Number one running team in the National Football League. Passing game was 27th. Wasn't like they were winning games throwing it. Howie's got you. Thank you, Smile. I like that. I drove by Sills' house. He has a Giants flag on his front porch. You're so stupid, maniac. Dan, besides the quarterback, what do you think the biggest mark is? Coaching, Dave. Coordinator and head. Got to be better, Dave. Dave, Dave, they've got – But what, by the way, Dave, his ass is also tied to Jalen. He's got to improve. Like I said with Xander, get this, man. Xander. The biggest fear that the Eagle front office has right now that you waste Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown on a guy who can't get him the ball. Biggest fear has to be that. So you got to move these guys around more. Non-conventional offense. Non-conventional Ys and Z. More in the slot. Tight end is going to be enormous this year. Dallas Goddard will have the best numbers. And that's not kind of what I'm looking at. I know they gave him a contract extension last year, but you know what? I drafted a guy in the first round not to get 875 yards. Tell you this, if Devontae Smith has less than 1,000 yards this year, you'll start doing this. Now, it won't be on him while he's underproducing. Not true. I'll defend him on this. Because day one, am I right, Xander? Devontae Smith should never have been drafted by the Philadelphia Eagles until you had your quarterback position figured out. What's the point? What's the point with AJ? You add two wideouts to a guy that doesn't have arm skill. You're you're float, you're you've built the team for other dudes. Or someone else, in my opinion. Xander, it's not dreaming. Xander goes like this, Sills. If they go after Joe Burrow in two years and they get his ass, dude. They're they're hedging bets on Jesse Bates today. The Bengals, they don't want to pay him. When Joe Burrow's contract comes up, it'll be for $55 million a year. You think Mike Brown's paying that? Never in a million years. Will Mike Brown pay that money for Joe Burrow? I don't care what he does. The Bengals are in the business to make money, not win championships. And if it just so happens they land there, hard to believe that they've been two, three Super Bowls. I cannot believe the Bengals have been to three Super Bowls. See, but when you have so many years of shitty picks, eventually 
you, you, you have some great talent, and then guess what happens? You think Jamar Chase, how about this? How many people think Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow finished their careers in Cincinnati? How, how, many, how many people believe they finished their prime? Their, they played their prime years in Cincinnati. I don't. <laughs> okay? I don't. I drove by Sills' house and he had a, I don't know what kind of flag that is. Randall, the Spanos family won't be paying Herbert. They have to in LA. They have to. Howie will be quick to replace the quarterback. Hey, hey, big. Howie's built the team on the back of Jalen Hurts' contract. Not on his ability. He's building his football team on a guy making $1.1 million. Behind the scenes, it's how he looks at it. He's winning games. He's doing enough until the right guy comes along. How, how aren't you guys seeing that? Even John McMullen thinks they're building the team for someone else. Am I okay to quote that? I'm going to play this game with Gary Cobb, man. I'm going to play this game that I that I played with you guys. And maybe you guys think that I'm crazy here. Or maybe you think I'm nuts here when I say this here. Because like I said, it's funny. You know, when Xander said this to me, and he goes, man, Sills, maybe Devontae Smith shouldn't have been drafted here. Maybe he doesn't fit. We're eight days out from the start of training camp. Tomorrow makes it seven days. Let's bring our friend in Gary Cobb from Fox 29. And Gary, you know, we like to shake people up. And I'll tell you what. Uh, by the way, Seth Joyner says to say hi. He's coming on Wednesday. Okay. He wants me to say hi. I want to play a game with you here. Mm-hmm. And it's funny how I say this and people like lose their marbles. And I, I posted this on my Twitter page at Dan Cilio Show. I said this. The number one thing right now that we're concerned about when it comes to Jalen is armed, is arm talent. And all of a sudden, people start to tie in. Well, Sills, he's got a strong arm. I said, I'm not talking about arm strength. I'm talking about arm talent, accuracy, mm -hmm. understanding where to go with the ball, great talent. Yeah. And I showed people this. I'm going to go around the league here, Gary. And this is what we came with. Um, does he have better arm talent than Josh Allen? No. Mac Jones, no. Uh, Zach Wilson, even, no. Joe Burrow, no. Um, Deshaun Watson, no. Ryan Tannehill, no. Matt Ryan, no. Lamar, uh, Trevor Lawrence, no. Patrick Mahomes, no. Carr, no. Herbert, no. Wilson, no. I mean, outside of the Texans, there's only one place that he has better arm talent than. We go over to the, D um, the NFC. Doesn't have better arm talent than Dak, Wentz. I mean, it's debatable on Daniel Jones. He's just terrible at knowing where to go with the ball. He doesn't have better arm talent than Rodgers, Winston. Um, he probably does better than Mariota and Mayfield and Darnold. Not better than Stafford or Murray or Garoppolo, Brady, Cousins, 
golf. There's five teams out of the 32 that I would go like this. <laughs> Jalen has better arm talent than Justin Fields, Drew Locke, Daniel Jones, David Mills, and Marcus Mariota. That's five. Now, look. Wow. I said this, Gary. I go, this doesn't mean these guys are great quarterbacks. I'm talking arm talent. Yeah. When you see that and hear that, I mean, this this is going to be an uphill battle this year, in my opinion, for Jalen to improve. Tell me I'm wrong or right. Well, you know, I, I probably would have to side with you. I mean, when you start thinking about that, I mean, you know, and I've, I've stood out there and watched him throw the ball. You know, he's not a natural thrower. You know, he's he's not the kind, you know, uh, you can see miss guys that, you know, the, the, the guys with that, that top level arm talent, they don't miss that guy. They get the ball to the guy, you know, he misses people. So, you know, he's got, it's something he's got to work on. I hear that he's working on it. He's been working on it. The thing is, is he's not just a natural thrower, you know, and then sometimes you can work out too much. You know, you can get too, too buffed to throw in the ball. You know, you can have too much muscle. A lot of times, you know, it's, it's flexibility and, you know, smoothness. So you don't, you don't want to, you know, you, you got to just get out of the weight room. You know, the weight room, that's not where you, you throw the ball better. That's not it. So, you know, in those ways, that's not his strength. That clearly is not his strength. Now, I will be very interested to see if, if you can work enough, because I think the kid is willing to pay whatever sacrifices needed to make in order to improve, but you just wonder how far can he go when he's not a natural thrower. He's he's not the kind of just not a natural thrower. He's he's more more mechanical, you know. Here, here, here too, Gary. Yeah, I think the biggest concern that we all have, and by the way. You know, I'm sick of us having to quantify going when we make a criticism like this that he's a good guy. I mean, that's great. Whatever, man. I mean, that's right. I don't really care about that. All I know is, is that you're looking at a kid right now that has to go out there. And I think the biggest fear for everyone is, man, I don't want to waste Devontae Smith and I don't want to waste A.J. Brown on a guy who has less than, what, five teams where you would say he's got more arms. Well, more arm talent than the starting quarterback in the I NFL. Tell you, I think we're going to learn a lot this year because we're going to learn, can you, you know, if a guy does not have that naturally, can you work and, and do it, you know? And I would like to see him get the ball out of his hands more often. Throw the ball to the check down. Get the ball out of his hands. I mean. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Take what they give you. You know, you be patient because then you're not asking yourself to make the great throw, you know? But if you're always trying to look for the big play, you don't necessarily have to have the big play all the time. Be patient with guys. The best that have ever done it, they majored at taking what you get, give them, and then you start biting on that, and then they're going over your head. They're starting to hit that curl and 
the trail route in back of you and everything. And then eventually they're working downfield. But the best that have ever done it, Brady and Montana, they had no problem throwing the check down. So you take that. But the big thing is, got to take what people give him, get the ball out of his hands. And I think in addition to throwing the ball, the whole thing is, does he see the field? Will he be able to see what people are in? Will he be able to see, boom, this is what I have. This is the defense I'm facing. This is the weaknesses of it. This is what I'm taking, what they give me. How does he do that? Because that's, I think, is just as important as his throwing is going to be how he recognizes everything. And but, but, Gary, does he have the coaching to be able to develop that? Because when they were 2-5 and five last year, it wasn't like Jalen Hurts started winning games for that team. They put the hand, the ball in the hands of the O-line. That's right. The running attack. Yep. And they went out and ran the ball 38 times. Yep. Is there enough on that coaching staff to turn this thing into something that they want it to look like? Because, again, we're now in a position now here. You know, you know, Gary, if they had stuck with this, not going after wide receivers, not spending money at the position, not spending equity on first-rounders, and they're just going out, getting big-time running backs like they do in Tennessee, yeah. and big physical wideouts to block down the field. I'd be like this. They're trying to build this thing and this running attack, and I get it. But when you're trying to build a passing attack and you don't have a quarterback that can find a guy yet, it just looks to me like, I mean, okay, what, what are you trying to accomplish with a guy? You're building a passing team with a non-passer. Well, it just looks confusing. Well, you know uh... – I think the big thing you have to realize, you know, Nick Sirianni wants to throw the ball. I mean, Nick Sirianni is a wide receiver coach. Nick Sirianni wants to – he sees stuff that's there. Because of that running game, there's passing yardage that's right there, and he can see it. The whole thing is he went out and got wide receivers that will be able to accomplish that, and it all comes down to uh, to Jalen, whether he's going to be able to do it. Now, now the coaching, I think you asked a great question there. Is the coaching good enough to where they can get it to him so that he can see things better? He's able to come to the line. He knows what you're in. Come on, the best people that do it, they come up, Rodgers and Brady, they know what you're in, man. They know what coverage you're in. So you know that's why they can go after you. You know, you're at their mercy because they know what you're in because they've seen it so much and they, they know the nuances and everything. But how fast does it take? How fast can you learn that stuff, really? Absolutely. You know, these guys have been Gary, doing this for years. Here's know? his numbers against the NFC in starts. He's three and yeah. four, uh, 30 attempts, 17 completions, averages 225, six, inter six touchdowns, nine picks. I mean, the one thing you can say about Dak is Dak's owned the NFC East, yeah. and that's given them a fighting chance every year to make the postseason. And I know the Eagles made the postseason last year, yeah. so those numbers are a little skewed because he takes over for Wentz in that – that first year of starting a couple ball games, but I you mean know, the big the big thing is you know it's going to be fascinating to see what do they do because you know a lot of times they can come up and say we can run the ball on these guys. Well, are you going to run the ball? Are you or are you going to say hey we can throw the ball on them too? Well, okay, then which one are you going to do? And how much are they going to do? Are they going to be balanced? Are they going to say you know what we can we can make big plays on this team? We're going after. We're throwing the ball downfield. We're going to go after people. That's going to be interesting to see. And can Jalen, can he put it there? Can he get on the money? You know, and he's going to get a chance to show. 
you know, they're going to give them a chance. That's what I think is the big thing is they are not going to just put the ball on the ground. They want to throw the ball. Nick Soriani wants to throw the ball. I think they are going to throw the ball. The whole thing is, you know, how balanced are they going to be? Uh, will they just say, you know, well, we're struggling throwing the ball. We're going to have to run it. Or do you say, no, we're, we're going to throw the ball. We're going to see what he can do. You think they move these guys around more instead of being a traditional passing attack where you see AJ or maybe even Devontae line up in the slot so that they can give him better views? Because personally for me, Gary, I think the tight end is going to be a major focal point this well, year, like it's always been. And I think you could see Goddard with 100 catches and around 1,000 a thousand, a thousand yards this year. I think he can I, elevate himself I, up to that. I would agree. I think they could do that. Uh, the whole thing is, you know, uh, if they get into that, See, then they're going to get chances where, you know, Jalen could call a lot of the stuff, you know, he's going to call it at the yeah. line of scrimmage because, you know, they can even go some empty backfield because they got some yeah. of the young kids, you know, coming off on the bench uh, that uh, are good, you know, the running backs, uh, good pass receivers. So they're really going to get it out of uh, the, the chance. The thing is, because of what they've added, they can say we're throwing the ball. They got the people to throw the ball to. They could be a passing offense. They could, but of course they still have that ability to, to run the ball. Um, a lot of times though, a team now says we're going to come out and get a lead. So we're going to come out and throw the ball, start out throwing the ball. Will they play the game like that? You know, that's, what's going to be interesting because really the better teams in the league like Tampa and them, they come out, they get a lead on you. They go, they come out, they're going after your juggler. They're throwing the ball. Then they get a lead. Then they start running the ball on you. So, is that the way they're going to play? I think that's the way they want to play. Yeah, but Gary, you and I, you're going to, you and me are going to be in the huddle. We're going to go like this this year, first couple games of the year. Mm -hmm. Even though we see AJ Brown out there and we see Devontae Smith, you and me are going to go like this. I don't think this guy can find him. Don't bite on play action. <laughs> you, <laughs> you know that. You, you're going to go like this to me. Hey, that's so right. don't bite on play action. That's until right. This guy can show us yep. that he can find him. Yep. You, hey, it's one thing to run the ball, and running the ball helps play action. That's why they better not get too far away from that because that's the only thing that's going to keep that thing honest until well, he can prove hey, it. We're going to find out. The thing is, that's the great thing about it. We are going to find out because I think Soriani, he, is, he wants to throw the ball. You know, even last Agreed. year. Remember, last year, everybody could see these guys should be running the ball. They, they don't have the people to be throwing the ball as much as they are. Suriani wanted to throw the ball. And you better believe now. He went out, they got A.J. Brown for him. They got all these other guys. I mean, you got a team, and you know Devontae um, Smith. I mean, he's he's a guy that he 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 probably expects to, you know, expected to really be a number one. And he's, he was a number one pick. He's a Heisman Trophy winner. That kid expects to see the ball. They would like to throw the ball. They have the people to throw the ball. The question is, Jalen, and will they? Will they say? We're going to find out whether he can do it or not. Now, this that's what's going to be interesting. They could make this year where we're going to find out whether he's our guy or not. That means we're going to throw the ball, give him the chance to be our guy. But when you do that, you're also giving him the chance to not be your guy too because it kind of exposes him. How about this one here? I'm going to get you some questions on the Washington Commanders. And I want to – that's because we've been going over, Gary – the games that they're going to play and the teams yeah. that they're going to be playing. So we're kind of like previewing them. And I threw this out about Washington and tell me if you subscribe or you don't subscribe to what I'm saying. Obviously the, the big move was 
getting Carson Wentz this offseason, this Terry McLaurin kid, I think has a chance to go for over 1,300 yards. Think of this, Gary. He averaged 16.2 yards a game with some of the crappiest quarterbacks that they've ever had in that franchise's history. That's right. Now we get Wentz. I'm not saying Wentz is the top 10 guy, but Wentz, um, the numbers here are incredible, and I'm going to go over those Wentz numbers here. The kid, Cole Holcomb, that tackler they have, 142 tackles. He was 10th in the NFL last year. That front four they have, they get Chase Young back. They, they got to play better defensively. You know They not, do. They, very, they mean, underachieved big time under Jack Del Rio last year. They had right. Scott Turner, their offensive coordinator, that kid Dotson. Yep. Let me give you some stats here on Wentz's quarterback rate, you know, passer rating. I like like Wentz had good numbers last year. Listen, listen to this, Gary. Yeah. This is since 2016 mm-hmm. and his time in Philly and last year. Yeah. 79-3 quarterback passer rating, 101.9 in 2017, which is exceptional. 102-2 and 18 which is exceptional, mm-hmm. 93-1 in 2019, completely shit the bed in 2020, 72-8, but yeah. then went back to 94-6 in 2021. Yeah. You know, I don't want to use the word elite, but that's pretty impressive when you're talking about quarterback passer rating for a guy that everyone says sucks. Well, you know, the thing is they, they got to get through uh, to Carson is, Take care of the ball, Carson. We got a good defense. You don't have to win the game by yourself, okay? They got to get that through to him. You don't want to win the game by yourself because if you take care of the ball, we can win an ugly game. We don't care. We will take an ugly win, you know, where we win 17 to 14 or we win 2017. That's okay. But if he will take care of the football and their defense plays the way they should play, then they're going to win. They'll win the tight game. But if he's forcing things – He's going to lose games. Gary, I saw the worst eight minutes of my life in pro football last year in that Titans game that he had. Yeah. And the game against the Jags and maybe even the second half against the Raiders. This guy had a game and a half and eight minutes of bad football last year. Yep. And it is horrible. Go with me or maybe not on this here. The reason that I think he plays that hero ball, when you play at North Dakota State, who in the world are you leaning on? When you and me are playing at Southern Cal in Miami, yeah. I mean, you're, you're looking over at David Lewis, and I'm looking at Jerome Brown. I'm, I know my boy's got me covered here. And That's you right. know your guys got you covered. When you're at North Dakota State, dude, you're, who are you playing against? Guys who are working at airports now. That's right. I mean, you're not really leaning on it. And I think that's one thing Ron Rivera's got to beat out of him. Do you agree? Well, that is the number one thing. I mean, if he will just take care of the football – I mean, everything's going to be great with him because look at the numbers he put up. He only threw seven picks. I mean, the thing is, but he he did it in a situation where you're throwing picks against Jacksonville, which you shouldn't be, a team you're much better than. Just take what they give you, Carson. Don't be trying to play hero. We don't need you to be Superman. Get the ball to these guys, and you know he's got quality people that he's going to be working with, but he has just got to take care of the football. If he does that and their defense plays like they're capable, they're going to be in the hunt to win this division, really. You know, I, I threw this out, Gary. Here's my prediction. Yeah. Um, I, my, my prediction on Carson Wentz is 39-82, 33 touchdowns and nine picks. I, he does that, you know. <laughs> he does that, you know, they're probably going to be in the playoffs, man. If, they, if he does that, and, and their defense, I mean, 
They got all those people over on the defense. They just got to play the way that they did the year before. If they do, uh, you know, from what I see, I could see them being in the fight, being in the hunt. To Antonio win the Gibson's not a bad back either. Uh, they got talent. They got the talent. And you look at all the people they got. They got plenty of talent over there. Carson has just got to take care of the football, Carson. Don't don't try to win it by yourself. You don't have to. Because you go ahead and punt. We're paying those guys to stop people. So go ahead and punt. Don't turn the ball over. If he will buy into that. Because that's what winning is in the NFL. You know, if you're a quarterback in the NFL, you got to know that. Turning the ball over, you lose. Take care of the football, you win. And even if you do it and, it, and it's not spectacular, good things are going to happen if you're winning, man. If you're not winning, you're turning the ball over. But I, I don't know if they can get it through the Carson. <laughs> hey, all, all I'm saying to you is week 10 at the link. <laughs> hey. hey. Now, now, he could buy it. Maybe he's gotten – you know, abused enough to where he'll say, look, come on. He's had everybody talking about it, to realize, dude, take care of the football, man. You know, you, you're you not going to outrun and pull away from these guys. You got great athletes out here. Just take what they give you. Take care of the football. But I, I don't know if Carson, I mean, he, he wouldn't listen in Indianapolis. <laughs> and if he does the same thing, he'll, hey, you know, he'll have bad things happen. But I think there's a chance he might the, the 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 light might turn on, you know. Hey, who do you think has more heat on him this year, Wentz or Hurts? That's that's a tough because both of them are both of them are playing for their future. Both of them, I don't see how you can put one of you know because both of them are playing for next year. Next year is not promised for either one of them, you know. So I think both of them is on the line, man. And I, I probably would say there's more pressure. On Hurts, though, because he's got to show he can do it. I think Wentz has had some good years. Yeah, he's Wentz, had some good years. All Wentz has got to do is take care of the football, man. Don't don't throw that pass where the guy's hanging all over. Guy, Don't throw that. Throw it in the stands. Throw the ball in the stands, man. Come on. That's all he's got to do. Throw it out of bounds. How many times have you seen Brady just throw it out of bounds? You got a defense. You tell the guys on defense, hey, man, look. You guys are over there. You go ahead, throw the ball out of bounds, and punt. That's what you got to do. He learns to do that. They're going to be trouble. They will be tough, you know, because I think that defense, you know, you, you know that you know they've been talked about. Those guys, are they hear about it. They read what people are saying about them. So chances are they're going to rebound that defense. If they do. Hey, hey, hey Gary, I could just imagine if Wentz throws for 33 touchdowns, they win the division. Right. What the talk's going to be in front oh. Of course, I'm not hoping for that. No, but, I know. I get it. I, I but just, I'll I'm tell like, you this. Hey. I, I look at their team, and I know, hey, Carson can be a good quarterback, you know, but he still, if he learns, take care of the football, then he's going to play a long time in the NFL, man. If he just will take care of the football. Stop it with stuff because, dude, you're not running most of these linemen. You're not, a lot of – if the dude's on you, man, put the ball away. And nor do I want you to. That's right. <laughs> I don't want you to do it. Hey, Gary, next week, man, start a training camp. Brother, I love you for always doing this for me. It means the world to me. Yep. You start our week out exceptional every single time. I'll make sure I say hi to Seth on Wednesday for you. Thank you I, so I, much, brother. Yeah, you tell him I said hello as well. You got it. That is our friend, Gary Cobb from Fox 29. 
in Philadelphia. Appreciate everybody coming aboard here. Please hit the like button. Hating? I don't hate on anybody. I speak truths. I speak truths. I'm going to show you also how hard it is to win in the NFL. Man, I never thought the truth would hurt Philly fan. Man, Dominique, all of you, man, really. This is um a, 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 an epiphany here for me today. Don't ask me to spell it. I can't. Big Sills here for Morgan & Morgan, where the fee is free. It means this. They do not get paid unless you do. If you've been hurt or injured on the job, calling Morgan & Morgan will be your best call. I promise you. For the people, it is not just a slogan. The folks at Morgan & Morgan have been doing this for over 30 years, and they've collected over $13.5 billion for their clients. They're the biggest law firm in the country, and they're ready to do battle for you. With over 800 attorneys strong, they're the biggest law firm in the country, and there's no such thing as being intimidated when you call Morgan & Morgan. Call them at 800-512-1600. That's 800-512-1600. The call is free. The consultation is free. Open 24-7, seven days a week. 800-512-1600. Or when you call Morgan & Morgan, tell them Big Sale sent you. When choosing a lawyer for your injury case, you may ask, does the size of the law firm matter? Well, of course it does. The insurance company, they're huge with unlimited resources. And whether your case is big or small, they're built to bully you out of the money you're owed. But here's the good news. We're big too, the biggest actually. And we're built to fight to make them pay for all that was taken from you. Size is our strength. There's only one Morgan & Morgan. Forthepeople.com. Go for the polls and the pools. Go for the ooze and the oz. Go for the bubbles and the bubbly. Go for the story and the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community. A sports roundup for the locals. And the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Mommy Slam Dunk Champion. Really? <laughs> yeah.
Yes, really don't sound so surprised. Let's see it. Oh, you're ready. All right, here we go. Let's hear the crowd. So go to Reddit, go to look. Thank you, Mama. Mama, go. Oh, mama. She did it. Again. You can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare. Uh-huh. Go for the pulse and the pools. Go for the ooze and the oz. Go for the bubbles and the bubbly. Go for the story and the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Big Phil! Appreciate you guys coming aboard here, man. This is the happy hour of sports talk. Come on, man. We can talk home run derby and Phillies at the break. Wake me up in October. Wake me up in October. The storylines since Girardi's been. <laughs> yeah, wake me up. <laughs> Baseball man has such an identity crisis. It's disgusting. <laughs> I mean, Yankees, Dodgers. It's all baseball hopes make it to the World Series. And you know what? Baseball is so much like our political landscape today. They think Americans want to see Yankees and Dodgers, just like they think America is run by California and New York. It's not the truth. That's why we talk football here. That's why 99% of the time I'm talking football. Because everybody around the country talks football. People in my business think the world revolves around New York and California. It doesn't. It doesn't. It has nothing to do with America. Well, a lot of people live there, Dan. I know, but it doesn't represent our country. Nor does it represent our likes. When it comes to football, too, college football is a great example of that. Nobody in California likes college football outside of Southern Cal. And nobody in New York likes college football. And nobody in the East Coast really likes college football because it's too regionalized. Doesn't that tell anybody? Until you make it bigger, where everybody around the country has a chance of winning a national championship, Temple, Northwestern, then you could make it more of a global or more of a country and a national sport football right now, college wise, is not a national sport. It's a Southern Midwest sport. No rant. Why would I talk politics for to, to do what to drive people away? Like other sports shows do. Are you crazy? Nobody comes here to listen to my political views. Guys, don't give a shit barely with my sports views. Why would you care about my political views? <laughs> right? Because I surely don't care about ESPN's political views. Nor do I care about NBC Sports. You see how they treated Greg Norman at the British Open? An Australian, some dude won the British Open. 
and they refuse to mention Greg Norman's Wayne. He's the name. He's the last Australian to win the British Open. He's a two-time winner of it. Joe Biden's kissing the ass of the prince in Saudi Arabia for oil. This guy can't get his name mentioned, and he's a two-time winner of the British Open. He's got his name on a clear jug, but they can't mention his name, NBC Sports. Dude, stick to sports. You know, just stick to sports. It's crazy. Right? Just stick to sports. Let's get back in there before I lose everyone and everyone go, well, this is not what I came here for. Even my aunt knows that now. She's like this. Move on. She's right. Hey, by the way, I thought we asked a really great question to Gary Cobb. Who do you think's got more pressure on him this year to succeed? Um, Jalen Hurts or Carson Wentz? Golf. Thank you, Smile. Smile just gave me a reality check. Sills, golf. Okay. Um, uh, who do, who, who's got more pressure on him this year to succeed? Hurts, Gary says. Um, Debbie goes, if you're talking baseball, I'm out. Me too, Debbie. Debbie, me too. If you're talking baseball or hockey or basketball, I'm out. Let's see. Hurts more pressure. Two first rounders. Wentz had to play okay and still has a job. Wentz didn't just play okay, Marcos. He threw for 3,700 yards and 27 touchdowns and seven picks and did drive his team to a 9-8 and eight record. You know what's funny? Nobody – you know what people say? You, you, you know what people in Philly are saying? Hey, hey, Xander, you'll love this. You know what people in Philly are saying? Well, Wentz played on a team that had Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor, he was the centerpiece of that team. Oh, you think Jalen Hurts was the centerpiece of your football team? Your offensive line was. Your old line got that team to the postseason, wasn't your quarterback? So wait a minute. The running attack, led by a running quarterback, got your team to the postseason. Your running attack. Your running attack was efficient in Indianapolis. Helped Wentz get those great numbers last year. It works for him, too. If Jonathan Taylor works in Indianapolis... Being a number one running attack in Philly works also for um, Jalen Hurts. Because their offense, passing-wise, was 27th in the league. Come on, man. Think you won a game? You won a game passing the ball? At least Wentz won some ball games against winning teams throwing it. Christopher goes, if Wentz was a good teammate, he'd still be in Philly. Well, what's the excuse for Doug Peterson then, Chris? If Wentz was a shitty teammate in Philly, what was um, the reasoning for firing a Doug Peterson? Can you help me, Chris? I'd like to know that one. Help me out on that. Wentz is a bad teammate. What was Doug? Manster, no politics, dude. That's an oath. What, what, what? Well, if Wentz was a bad teammate, why was uh, Doug fired? 
He stepped on Howie's toes. That's a reason to fire a Super Bowl coach. Because he stepped on the GM's toes. Wow, it must have really hurt. Front office messed Wentz up. Yeah, after the Seattle game. They didn't trust him anymore after the Seattle game when he refused to go back in. That's my opinion. I don't think, I, I think after the clowny hit, in my opinion, he's never been the same, really. Seals, you think any pressure on Howie for this to work? Randall, he pre, he's pretty good at masking his mistakes. Watch this. He screws up drafting wideouts. He goes to get A.J. Brown. Okay? He screws up on a pass rusher, Derek Barnett. He gets Hassan Reddick. This guy's pretty good at it. You see that, right? Derek Barnett stinks. Screwed up on it. Guy's not affected pass rusher. So what does he do? Gets Hassan Reddick, free agent. Or, yeah. Screwed up on wideouts. Go gets AJ. It's pretty slick. It's actually pretty slick. So you see Hurts as an Ohio State quarterback. Yeah, he'd be great at Ohio State. Yes, Bob. Yes. He's exact. He'd be, Jalen would have been great at Ohio State. Probably won a couple national championships there. He'd be a perfect guy. Absolutely. He'd have been great at Ohio State. So what's your take why Wentz is gone from Philly and Indy? Come on, Dan. Okay. Um, I think that he has a lot of issues still to develop as a starting quarterback in this league. But he is, like I've talked to you, He's the only 4,000-yard passer in your history of your franchise. He put some really great years up, threw for over 30 touchdowns, which is also one of the very few people that's ever thrown for 30 touchdowns in your franchise's history. Um, Does he hold the ball too much? Absolutely. Does he make critical mistakes? Throw it away. Throw it in the stands. Throw it into the ground. I'd rather take an intentional grounding than some of the bonehead plays he makes. Jimmy Johnson told me forever, it's not about the amount of great plays you make. It's the ones that cost us games, the critical era. Don't make, don't be that guy. And he turns out to be that guy. He turns out to be that guy and it crushes his ability. I say the guy that has the most pressure on him is Wentz. How would you like to go from being a guy who got a max deal, NFL terms, to being a guy that's now going to be a journeyman for the rest of your career? Jalen Hurts has overachieved on what people already thought he was going to be. Do we not agree that Jalen's overachieved? He's overachieved. Okay? Oh, completely overachieved. I think he's overachieved. Second rounder, never. Turns out he was. That's a good second round pick. Quality guy, can win games. Can't throw, but can win games. That's a quality pick. 
He's not going to kill you if you start him. He's just not elite. Wentz, on the other hand, talking about the second pick, big money, $35 million a year. Hey, man, you could go from $35 million a year to being a turd in 17 games. 17 games. Wentz is on the spot, my friends. He's in the bullseye bigger than I think Jalen Hurts is. I'm going to show you how hard it is to win that game, that Super Bowl game in the top of the hour here in hour number three. Hit the like button. Appreciate everybody coming aboard. Please keep it right here on the National Football Show. Go for the polls and the pools. Go for the ooze and the Oz. Go for the bubbles and the bubbly. Go for the story and the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community. A sports roundup for the locals. And the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Again, you can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare. Uh huh. Go for the polls and the pools. Go for the oohs and the ahs. Go for the bubbles and the bubbly. Go for the story and the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. three national football show appreciate everybody coming aboard thank you for stepping in with us here man thanks a lot 
Please hit the like button here. We're going to reset some stuff. I also want to show you how hard it is to win in the National Football League. Everyone just assumes that, you know, winning that game is an easy chat, an easy, an easy chore, and it's not. There's very few people that have won that prestigious game or even gotten to that game. Okay? And by the way, I started the show out, and I don't know how or why – we have conversations with you and you automatically, I want to tell you guys one thing here and I want to give you guys a point here about Jalen. I don't hate Jalen Hurts. I don't hate anybody. Wait, I'll take that back. I hate Nazis. Okay. I hate Nazis. I don't hate anybody else. I don't hate. Cause that would mean that I cared uh, like a lot of what you say off the football field. I don't. I don't hate anybody. There's a certain style of football player that I like at respected positions. Do I like A.J. Brown? Absolutely. Do I like Devontae Smith? Not with the Eagles. I think A.J. AJ, AJ Brown fits perfect with the Eagles. I don't think Devontae Smith does. Devontae Smith's out of place. He's not on the right team. Do I like Dallas Goddard? Love him. I think he's perfect. Do I love the O-line? Sensational. Do I like Hurts? Not my style of quarterback. Do I like Miles Sanders? Kind of. Wait, I'll take that back. No, I don't. Because he can't pass catch. He's kind of good running the ball, but today's NFL, you got to be multiversal and being able to catch the ball, man. You got to be Brian Westbrook-ish. Like that. Do I like Fletcher Cox? Not at 14-4, I don't. Do you like Hardgrave? 12-9, I'm good with him. He's pretty good. Hassan Reddick, love the kid. Double-digit sack years and two different organizations, Arizona and Carolina, I'm totally good with that. Darius Slay, great pickup for Howie from Detroit. James Bradbury, we'll see. Two years ago, he was a pro bowler. Last year, not so much. Kaiser White, heck of a tackler last year with the, with the uh, Chargers. Let's see what he does. New system, new division, new conference. Jordan Davis, we'll see how they move him in and fit, fit him in. Nicobe Dean, will he stay healthy? There's a reason he went in the third wasn't because somebody had poor language on him or said some bad things about him. How many guys have you seen that somebody said something stupid about a guy and he still went in the first round? Joe Mixon knocked the teeth out of a woman. He still went in the second round. Suspended for a full year for knocking that woman's teeth out. Still went in the second round. So don't tell me that. Well, some bad things said about him. Guy still got drafted. Deshaun Watson just got $230 million in guarantees and 24 sexual misconduct cases are against him. Don't talk to me about that stuff. People say things. Who cares? I like Nick Chubb. I think Nick Chubb's a heck of a ball player. Miles 5.5 yards per carry led the league. Yeah. To bet he can't pass catch. One of the worst pass catching running backs in the league. 
Five yard, eight, five and a half yards a carry, then why hasn't he had 1,000 yards since he's been there? Why aren't the Eagles giving him a contract extension? Easy money. If that's the case, that Miles is all that and he's dominant and he's number one, then why won't the Eagles give him a contract? DK had a neck injury, I believe. Make a break for Sanders this year. Yeah, they haven't offered him a contract. Miles can't stay healthy. Again, part of the evaluation, durability and availability is all part of how you look at a football player. This guy's a great skilled player. Watch this. This guy's a great skilled player. I mean, he is just awesome. Seals, this guy's great. Well, how, how available is he? Well, he misses about five games a year. Shit, I'm not paying that. Can't build an offense around that. He's not shady. And damn sure. You know one thing that you could talk about, Shady and Westbrook? Man, those dudes were ballers in between the tackle, and, man, they caught the rock. These guys were great in the screen game. Dude, Joe Mixon broke a chick's jaw at Oklahoma and was still drafted in the second round. And Miles Sanders is terrible in the screen game. Justin says Jalen Hurts is going to make you look real stupid this year. Justin, I can only hope. I mean that with all my heart. Joe Mixon is a beast. By the way, he's doing all the right things. He goes to meetings in Cincinnati. He's been given a reprieve as a member of that community. The community has accepted him. He's an activist for... Domestic violence, Joe Mixon has turned around. He'll never get rid of the moment that he had with that woman in Oklahoma, but he's at least trying to better his life and be a better human being. I give him complete kudos for that. I believe in rehabilitation. I believe somebody can be rehabilitated. If you're constantly doing the right thing, then I believe it. You'll never get Away from it, it's part of the chapter in your life, like Ray Rice. You'll never get away from that. She shouldn't have hit him. Dank. Let me put it to you this way. My wife or my daughter or a woman in my life could hit me with a fucking shovel, and I would never raise my hand. Ever. You could hit me with a shovel, and I'm never raising my hand. There's one thing in my life that I'm awful proud. I've never spanked my daughter. I've never disciplined her. I've never raised a hand to a woman as long as I live. And that will be something that will be in my box when they close it. Sills never did that. Okay. Not part of my DNA. Okay. If I want to beat someone's ass, 
there's plenty of dudes that are around my house in a line. Dan, you would beat the shit out of a chick. I would never, man. It's not true. You got the wrong dude. Hey, Tiki's right. I don't think a shovel's going to cut it, hitting big seals in the head. (laughs) Hey, hey. Okay? Jay goes, I'll F you up with a pillow. Okay? (laughs) Hey, you win, Jay. Congratulations. Hell, with a shovel, better bring a sledgehammer. Yeah, of course it's not cool, man. Watch watch this, though, Yale. I like it when people go, hey, man, that's really cool, Sills, that you know you've never. It's like thanking me for not robbing a bank. Don't thank me for that. It's creepy. Sills, that's really great. Yeah, don't say great, Sills. It's like thanking you for not robbing a bank. Hey, I've never hit a check. Wow. That's really big of you, Dan. (laughs) You know, I mean, hey, I'm not looking for brownie points on that one. Okay. Jay only hey Jay, it's all good, man. Hey dude, I Randall, I did hear about Leonard Fournette being 260 pounds. Can I say this to you guys? Only between us here, I think the Bucks are gonna slide backwards more. Why do I not feel Brady-ish? Why do I feel like, I don't know, man, that this is going to be like a ceremonial victory parade that's going to go 17 weeks for Brady and he's going to do all these stops and shit and all that. You know, why, why do I feel it's like Elton John's final concert tour or some shit like that, right? Why do I feel that? It just feels like a concert tour. Hey, watch Tom Brady as he goes through his final. Is he going to win? I just feel the Bucks. Watch this. Brady wins number eight. Hey, by the way, is tell me, can I throw this at you guys? You know, I'm not very good at jokes. Can I try one on you guys? Okay. I'm, I'm not very good on jokes. May, may I please try one? I cannot tell a joke to save my life. Can I, can I, I'm going to try one, just one. Okay. Hey, I want to congratulate JLo, man. She got, you know, her sixth ring, you know, one more ring, man. She, she matches Brady. No figured. No, no, not nothing. So you're saying the Bucks should have moved to Vegas. Marcos, nothing. <laughs> J-Lo's got her sixth ring. She gets one more, man. She's tied with Brady. No, anything. <laughs> right? Terrible joke. Thank you. <laughs> uh, uh, I tried to listen to this guy. I tried to Sills, I tried to chuckle for you, bud. <laughs> Tell that effing joke. 
Don't ever say that, Joe. <laughs> wow. This is a tough room, man. Well, you guys would have barked me off the uh, stage. She married Batman. He ain't Batman, dog. Michael Keaton is Batman. J-Lo, modern-day Elizabeth Taylor. I was thinking more Kim Kardashian was more like Elizabeth Taylor. J-Lo, um, uh, uh, terrible joke, but I'm laughing still. <laughs> I'm available. Let's make it a tie, J-Lo. <laughs> yeah. Lombardi Lenny to lunchtime Lenny. <laughs> hey. Michael Keaton's the OG Batman. Dank. Dank. Dank comes in maybe with a haymaker. She's definitely handled more balls than Brady. I like it. <laughs> Your laugh, silly, I was more funnier than the stupid joke you told. Thank you, Christopher. Thank you, Christopher. <laughs> Dude, Jesus, criminy. I'm a terrible joke teller, though. Most of the time, I can't remember. My wife's the joke teller. She's like, please don't say that joke. They will not think it's funny. I go, yeah, they will. It's funny. She goes, they will not think it's funny. Because you're funny, but you're not a joke teller. So my wife says, have you seen the movie Ice Wallow? No. Oh, Yeah. Deflated balls. Then she's really playing with Brady. Hey, done. <laughs> she's deflated more balls than Brady. Now you, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. This is going completely off the rails here. I'm sorry I told that ridiculous. Because you guys are now making it funnier than my joke. And now you're putting me to shame here. Oh, my God. Did you know J-Lo is a football coach? Her playbook is all kneel downs. <laughs> ah, this is terrible. This is, you guys are making me look terrible now. This is terrible. I'm moving on. I got to move on to save face here. Holy cow. Oh, okay. Two things won't happen again. Big sales telling a joke. Big Sills telling a joke, and Lenny Dykstra will never be on the show ever again. We want J-Lo. Actually, J-Lo is big. Oh, that's right. Wait a minute now. I can't get a hold of her now because she's not with A-Rod any longer. A-Rod's a hurricane. Who doesn't love J-Lo? Okay, Mark. Not, 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 not commenting there. Jesus, but on to me. Istabi. All right. Where was I? Hey, wait a minute. Okay, guys, where was I? Tell me where I was. Get me back on track. Tell me where I was. Hey, Jeremiah, I see you on Twitter, too, barking at me. No, no, my aunt threw up in her mouth. She can't handle Lenny Dykstrom. Okay. Where was I? J-Lo is a Jalen Hurts fan, I heard. <laughs> Mark. Uh, I'm completely lost. Where are you? I don't know. Oh, yeah, Jalen Hurts. 
No, 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 Marcos. No, 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 no. Jalen. Please, Jalen, do not waste A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. Please. <laughs> no, 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 no. What do you think I'm Skip Bayless, Sander? What do you think I'm Skip? So, like, hey, LeBron James, wait a minute. Xander, you're going to like this. LeBron James was playing a pickup basketball game over the weekend. It was some pickup game. And Skip Bayless was breaking that down, how we didn't make any free throws in this charity pickup game. Huh? <laughs> Good point. Skip makes $10 million a year. Banging on LeBron. Mm. The Drew League. I was like, why are you picking on LeBron? Dude, the guys out there is having fun. Hey, did you see the slam dunk from uh, Brownie? Brownie, did you see that, man? The kid looked pretty good, dude. All right, let me get let me get over. I want to show you guys something. How hard it is to win in the National Football League. Here are the general managers. Okay, Brownie, is it Brownie? I don't know what the kid's name is. Is it is it is it Brownie? <laughs> I don't know. Hey, I can hack a name up with the best of them. Here are the general managers in the NFL that have won Super Bowls that are active currently now. Les Snead, Rams. Bill Belichick, Patriots. Andy Reid, Brett Veach. Jason Light, Bucks. <laughs> Mickey Loomis, Saints. The greatness of Howie Roseman, Six. And John Schneider, Seattle. They're currently six. General managers in the National Football League that led teams to Super Bowls. Six out of 32. So building a football team is not as easy as you think. Okay? Here are the current NFL head coaches that have led teams to Super Bowls. Mike Tomlin. John Harbaugh. Pete Carroll. Mike McCarthy. Doug Peterson, Andy Reid, Sean McVay, and Bill Belichick. Eight. You got seven general managers that have led teams to Super Bowls. Eight current head coaches that have led teams. Not a lot of guys. Not a lot of guys win that championship. And... When you match them up, how many GMs match up with the head coach? Sneed and McVay. Bill's his own guy. Reed and Veach. Jason Light. No. Mickey Loomis. Nope. 
Howie Rose. Hey, Roseman and um, Doug Peterson, different teams. John Schneider, Pete Carroll. There's four coaches with GMs that are currently active that have helped build their team back to being a Super Bowl champion. Dude, this is a hard thing to do is my point. Winning postseason games, building championship teams, sometimes you get a lot of luck like the Eagles did in 17. Backup quarterback takes a team to the Super Bowl and wins it. And he wins the Super Bowl MVP. You'll never see that again. You're never going to see a substitute teacher ever win that game like that and the game's MVP. It was only a matter of time before you saw something like that. The NFL, why do you think they're so into making sure now that the quarterbacks don't get rolled up on, hit? You can't touch these guys. They don't want Nick Foles in the Super Bowl beating Tom Brady. They want to have elite quarter. They want they wanted to have Carson Wentz playing against Tom Brady. They don't want Nick Foles. Some substitute teacher, um, a guy walk. They don't want that. Can you imagine the biggest disaster would be in NFL history is if you had two guys who were backup quarterbacks quarterbacking their team in the game. Nobody wants that, especially the television networks. Are you saying it's rigged? No, I'm, I'm not saying it's rigged, Dank. I'm saying that you can't hit the quarterback. I'm saying the penalties against the quarterbacks might be rigged. You can't hit them. They don't want those guys injured. They want those quarterbacks playing in those premium games. What? Hey, if this doesn't tell you all you need to know, isn't it funny after last year's first round of that COVID talk, that COVID went away and all the protocols now have gone away? There's still COVID like floating around the country. NFL has no protocols this year for um, COVID, none. There's no testing. There's none of that. They don't care. <laughs> no te- NBA still tests. MLB still tests. NFL, no way. They're not taking guys off primetime television or Amazon. You think they're going to take anybody off of Amazon? Okay. Xander goes like this, F COVID. That's what the NFL saying. F COVID. I don't care about it. These guys could be sick as dogs. There's not even a test for it anymore. No, you get sick, you don't have to test for it. It's the only professional sports league in North America. Do you know that? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not hit on that one. That I'm not hitting on that one, Xander. No, 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 no. I, I'm not Aaron Rodgers. I'm not barking. How he gets credit for Joe Douglas. <laughs> yeah, not me. No. Co- uh, I'm not going there either. Algorithms 007. Algorithms. 
every day, every time we start talking COVID protocols, Xander goes like this. He starts having a crazy wink in his eye. Sales, please move on. Sales, sales. I, I got a twitch. <laughs> um, hey, can, can, every time we start doing that, he's like this. Hey, can, can we, can we, can we move on, please? Yeah. <laughs> right. Eight <laughs> sales, you know. Come on. Next, uh, next topic, please. Yeah. Why? What's wrong? No, nothing. Just. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> this dude is really throwing really demonstrative things at me, and I'm not saying that. My show is not sponsored by Pfizer. What do you think? I'm CNN? Get a break. Yeah. <laughs> From now on, every time Xander's gonna have like one of those like you know shock collars that you have and you see on like dogs and such. You put them around Big Sill's neck. Every time I start talking shit on Jalen, <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Maybe we should do this. I'll get a cat, I'll I'll get a dog collar, an electrical dog collar. And every time Jalen Hurts plays. Okay, well, I get shocked by you guys. And every time, okay, he plays bad and poorly this year, I get to shock one of you. <laughs> and no, I better not because I don't want to kill anybody. <laughs> I don't want to kill anyone this year. Sills loves Trump and Gruden. Mart, you're an internet assassin, aren't you? Come on, Mart. Tell the truth. You're an internet assassin. Sills, you just got jabbed. <laughs> hey, so Jalen gets out of the gate against the Lions. He throws for 392 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. They win by 21. I'll be out coming out on Monday after that Sunday game like this. <laughs> <laughs> Well, would I be? Hey, will I be beat up that day? You better hope so. But watch this. I say this with love. I'll take it. No one else will take it. I'll take it. I'm here for that. I'm here for your pain and enjoyment. Because this is what I do. I don't hope failure on anybody. I don't. <laughs> yeah. Who do we play week three? Commander Wentz. Commander Wentz, you play. <clears throat> oh, tomorrow we'll do. Oh, my God. Tomorrow it's the Jags. Tomorrow we do the Jaguars. Yeah, we're going to do the Jags tomorrow. Could be wrong, but I doubt it. Well said. I'll buy the dog collar and send it to you. Every Alexander, 
392 yards and three touchdowns. I doubt it, though. That first game of the year, watch it be 23-21. I'm not going to tell you which one. 23-21. It's only three and a half. Let me double check that. What's the point spread for Lions and Eagles 2022 opener? Week one, baby. Four and a half. Lunchtime, Lenny was caught picking up an Ebor City. <laughs> four and a half. It's four and a half, baby. Woo! Damn. The Lions? Four and a half. Hey, P Toilet, I guarantee you they play hard as hell. That's going to be a tough game. Then you got the Vikings, and then Commander Wentz. Then you got the Dougie. Hey, that's hey. You got the Lions game, and DeAndre Swift, the local kid, probably has an ass because the Eagles didn't take it. Can you imagine DeAndre Swift, Xander, playing with Philly? Shit, man, he'd be a superstar. He already is. I think that kid's going for 1,300 yards this year, and I think he's going to have like 80 catches. I think he's going to lead the NFL as a running back in catches. Four running backs. You got the Commander Wentz game, the Dougie P Bowl, the Ertz Bowl, the Cowboys Bowl. You see what Justin Jefferson said? Justin Jefferson goes like this. Justin Jefferson said, hey, Devontae Adams is the number one wide receiver in the NFL. But after this year, I'll be. <laughs> Howie. Howie. <laughs> Howie. You know how you cover a dumb move like that? A.J. Brown. Because then you do this when you're an Eagle fan. Well, he did get A.J. Yeah, because he sucked on Rieger. <laughs> and the kid from Stanford. Huh. Yeah, but he did get AJ. Yeah, I know. I, I get it. I get it. I understand that as well as anybody. <laughs> yeah. He's good at it. Yeah, you know, you sucked on Derek Barnett. Go get us on Reddick. Yeah, you know. Here, let me, Jeffrey, write a check here. Let me write a check for my bombs. That's what he did. And he's making the team off of Jalen's contract, which is even greater. That's what he's telling his guy. You know why Jalen's – you know why Jalen Hurts is a great quarterback for Philly right now? There's 1.1 million reasons. Your backup quarterback makes more than him. Starting quarterback at Alabama makes more than him. <laughs> Easy to sit there and build a team around a guy not making anything. This guy's not even making league minimum. For a quarterback.
Hey, hey, dude, you know what, though, man? Rager had really great grades on him coming out of TCU, though, dude. He did. But this kid Jefferson, dude, was at LSU. And LSU, look at – here. here's the places, right? Do we agree? You want a wide receiver, Clemson, Ohio State, Alabama, and LSU. Those places, I'm going to find a guy. They're all over the league. Rarely any of them suck, too. I mean, seriously, how many guys you see from, like, Ohio State and Alabama and LSU, these guys don't suck. They come into the league and they tear it up. Steel, what's up, brother? Appreciate you coming aboard. Thank you, man. I get it, Sil, but it was Doug's call to draft him. Come on, Mart. You don't believe that. It was Howie's call. Come on, man. Doug Peterson didn't even have control of his own roster on Sundays. And you believe that he had control over his department, drafting, player personnel, GM? Come on, man. I know you don't believe that. I know you don't. Then Jefferson, hey, is that the game where Odell Beckham was paying them dudes on the sidelines $100 bills? You know, he's still barred from the sidelines at LSU. I think the NCAA put like a three-year deal on him where he can't show up to practice or he can't show up to LSU games. That sucks, dude. You can't show up to the alma mater because the NCAA slapped you around because you're passing $100 bills out to players. Now you can do it, so maybe they've lowered it. I don't know. Chris says, seven catches, 105, no TDs against Slay. Chris, here's what me and Xander think. Ten catches, 165, and three touchdowns. That's what I think he has. I think he goes for 165 and three touchdowns and 10 catches. Okay. Why would anyone want Jefferson in Philly? No, nobody. <laughs> and nobody wants him. And that was a national championship game. He was given, I think that was at the um, Superdome too, wasn't it? It was in New Orleans at the Superdome. I think he was doing that. J-Lo just eloped with Ben Affleck. I already went down that road. It wasn't a good road too, man. Everyone hated my joke. It's no good. No good. I can't tell jokes. I'm just a funny guy. Like like Goodfellas says, I amuse you. <laughs> hmm. Eagles release Craig James today. Is a move coming? Craig James, I thought he played with the Pony Express and Eric Dickerson. Who's Craig James? Sills and Sander are smoky something. Total disrespectful towards Slay. How many TDs did Slay let up last year? Holy cow. Every single big-time quarterback that played against the Eagle defense destroyed it last year. 
Derek Carr had 90% completion percentage. Brady was 78. I could go down the list. That secondary and defense was destroyed by the great quarterbacks last year. I mean, they were killed. Derek Carr leaves with a historic 90% completion percentage. It's a nothing move. I mean, right? Okay. That joke and something to do with Ben. Yeah, Sills, you suck at stand-up comedy. I, I know this already. I suck, but the show's great. I understand this. All right, guys, do me a favor. Please hit the like button. A little bit more news as we are eight days out from training camp. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. Go for the polls and the pools. Go for the oohs and the ahs. Go for the bubbles and the bubbly. Go for the story and the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community. A sports roundup for the locals. And the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Again, you can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare. Uh huh. Go for the pulls and the pools. Go for the oohs and the ahs. Go for the bubbles and the bubbly. Go for the story and the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com.
Welcome back. National Football Show. It's your boy, Big Seals. Please hit the like button, guys. Thank you so much for coming aboard. Sydney goes, Seals not a fan of C-Strong, but might fit nicely as a backup for now. Doesn't fit what the style of play is. The quarter. How can you have one completely different style of play and think that fits the Eagles right now? You got a mobile quarterback versus a guy whose feet's in cement. Unless you're building the team for a guy like Carson Strong. Not so much him, but a guy like that. That's that's why it's a contradiction, and even who you have as your backup. Mitchu's mobile. He can move out. But I believe they're going to move him towards the trading deadline for a pick. He'll be a hot commodity. Some team has a disaster at the quarterback position. He'll be great to have, and how he knows that. And as long as Hurts gets through the season. But then again, Carson Strong can't run. Wentz is all run. You, you, Your quarterback room is completely opposite of one another. Usually when you have a style of play and you're truly building a team around that style of play, your backup fits it. Like look at Baltimore. The kid that they got backing up, Lamar, is a perfect fit for that team. He's a perfect guy that moves around the same way as Lamar. So there's not much loss in the approach offensively each and every single week. The kid Edwards still gets his catches, the tight end. And that's how they move the ball. They run it, intermediate passing game, try to stay in third and, long, third and short. Strong doesn't even remotely fit what at least they're telling you publicly. Better have, rather have a passer, of course. Hard to find those guys. Easier to find running quarterbacks. Did you, did you notice that? It's cheaper too. Don't you guys see this? It's cheaper to have a running quarterback than a passing quarterback. You understand that, right? It's cheaper. You got to pay for an arm, dude. It's like paying for starting pitching. You want a starter like Kershaw? Eh, that's about $40 million. You want a guy like Jalen that runs around? Decent passing game, not great? Yeah, 1.1. $30 million. I would never give that guy $30 million. Like, ever. Arm talent makes the quarterback. He surely does. What about Josh Allen? Did you not watch that Josh Allen game with Patrick Mahomes? He is more of a unicorn. There's no Josh Allens in the league that could throw for 375 yards and five touchdowns and run for 85. There's nobody like that in the league. He's a better passing version of Lamar Jackson. And Lamar led the NFL in touchdown passes. Okay? He's a better version of Lamar throwing the ball. He's not quite the elusive runner. Lamar Jackson may be the greatest open field running quarterback that's ever lived. He's elusive. He's powerful. He's a, he's a tremendous talent. I don't know if it translates into championships, though. Okay? 
Ezra's right. The mental part of the game is the most important thing, potentially, when it comes to learning the position and quarterback. And Brady's the great example of that. You know, which, I mean, Spencer Rattler, he's at South Carolina now. Um, Man, he lost $55 million last year easily. He was going to be the number one overall selection and win. Lincoln Riley benched him at Oklahoma. Wow, what a smack in the head. He had the transfer. Vic didn't win shit, dude. What'd Vic win? I missed it. Well, what, what was what did he win? Admiration? Madden? Yeah. Fun to watch? Sure. Would I buy a ticket to watch him? Absolutely. Absolutely. Easy says that Lamar needs a top support system to support his style. I think they need a dynamic running game. One of the reasons why easy that Dak Prescott's numbers have gone south and the team, I shouldn't say that. They did lead the NFL in offense last year. Okay? Okay? I mean, thank you, Randall. You know what I'm saying? I mean... They did. They did lead the NFL in in, uh, in total offense last year, but it just seems to be different without Ezekiel Elliott really carrying the mail for them, and they're doing it by committee with Tony Pollard now running a ball. For you to believe that Dallas is going to move and do anything, they've got to still be able to have play action, and they don't as effectively as they did three years ago. The old line's gotten older. Injuries in the old line. Zeke's not the same guy. They're not getting the same yards per carry. And when if you don't have the same yards per carry and you're a passing offense like they are in Dallas, it becomes a tough putt because people like me and Gary Cobb are going to go like this. Man, I'm not really buying your play action. Well, Chris, the one thing I will say is this. He was a unanimous MVP. I mean, he did lead the NFL in passing touchdowns. I'm just saying, I mean, and he's won 78% of his ball games. I don't know. His win percentage is 10 times anything Vic was. And, in my opinion, Lamar's more entertaining to watch than Vic. Xander, do you think that? You think Lamar Jackson's more entertaining than Michael Vic to watch? You know what, Slasher? Matt Stafford only won one playoff game before he went to Los Angeles last year, too. I love that answer, what Xander just said. Probably yes. Shows you how close it is, because I agree. Probably yes. Probably yes. Did the Rams beat Dallas in the playoffs? No. Jimmy Garoppolo did. Loyal to the soil, says Vic, though, because he wore the he wore the green. Dang, they're both insane to watch, and they're both fun to watch. And they're both hey, you're right, Dank. That's one thing that was more so 
than Lamar. Vic was the face of the league for a short time. That's a fact. I agree. I agree. I agree with you. I think Vic, I think the league wanted, he was on all those primetime games when he was in Atlanta. Then he got into trouble and it was a train wreck for the league and everyone else. Yeah, you're right. He, he was, he was kind of pushed as the face of the league at one time. Danko's, he had one of the strongest arms I've ever seen. You know what's crazy? I asked that question earlier, arm talent. And I think arm strength has something to do with it, but that's not the number one priority for me. Accuracy is the number one priority for me when it comes to arm talent. Dak lost Cooper and Wilson. Gallup is out till October. I believe that's correct. We'll see how good Dak is and would have diminished rushing attack, Chris. That's why I think Dallas walks back a bit. And that's why I think Washington, Philly, and Dallas are going to fight it out for the NFC East for sure. Pits over people. Got to see what Hurts can do with good talent. Can't keep putting Walmart employees on the field and expect any quarterback to develop. That includes Carson Wentz. Hertz now has absolutely no excuses. Top five tight end, great wideout core, best O-line. We're all in a holding pattern, aren't we, Pitts? All in a holding pattern with Jalen Hurts this year. My, my question, Pitts, will be his arm talent. I don't believe in it. Nick Saban didn't believe in it. The NFL didn't. Didn't draft him in the first round. They didn't believe in his arm talent. Um, and I'm talking accuracy and I'm talking about effectiveness, where to go with the ball and all of that all goes into arm talent. And this doesn't have to be, you could throw it a country mile has everything to do with accuracy and leading your quarterback and not throwing dirt worms. Dak is so, so overrated. I, 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 Hey, double O I would say this. Probably Jerry Jones has buyer's remorse. He probably really loves Dak, but not at 45 to $47 million per because it screwed up the cap in numerous other places. Like they couldn't bring Bobby Wagner or Von Miller in because they didn't have the money because of the money that they spent on Dak Prescott and the money that got tied into Ezekiel Elliott. That's where Dallas's issues are. Dallas's issues that they spent so much. So I, 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 they probably like Dak a lot. Okay. They really do. And they like him as the face. But I would say this to you, $47 million, $45 million, man, you destroy the entire operation on trying to build a football team. That's the advantage that the Eagles have today over the Cowboys. It's not so much that Dak is better than Jalen Hurts. Dak's contract, it kills them. Jalen Hurts' contract saves the Eagles. They can make F-ups in free agency because they're not paying their guy. Not yet. They haven't had to pay that position. Not really even. I mean, Wentz, Wentz got moved off the books and he was making that money in Indy. Yeah, Carlos Zeke is just, I mean, dude, he can't even get 60 yards a game anymore. Lotus, 
They can't. Hey, they may. You want to hear something, folks? Jimmy Garoppolo is going to ask for his release, and I think the and I think the 49ers are going to give it to him. Twenty-eight million banged up on that San Francisco salary cap. How you like that? They may just cut him. Chris, I agree. I think if Wentz goes out and he can just protect the stupid football, I think Washington's going to be a handful. I think Washington, Dallas, Philly, those are going to be – I look, you can't split with the Giants. The Giants are in a complete rebuild. New GM, new head coach, quarterback sucks. We all know that. Jimmy G to the Browns. Carlos, you ready for this? So – Carlos, check this out. Ready? You're going to pay Jacoby Brissett, Deshaun Watson, Baker Mayfield, and you're going to pay Jimmy Garoppolo if you do that. Four quarterbacks, only one guy can play. And... One of these guys is not even on your ball team. So you're going to pay for Jacoby Brissett, Deshaun Watson, Baker Mayfield, which you're paying for a big chunk of that money, him being in Carolina. Then you're going to go get Jimmy G at $24 million? Wow. Very brownish. I'd totally rather be the Eagles with my quarterback situation than what's going on right now in San Francisco. Good night. Speaking of that, hey, guys, appreciate it. We are getting so much closer. Next day, tomorrow, we'll be seven days out to training camp. Can you believe it? If you missed any of the show, G Cobb was spectacular in hour number two at 4.30 Eastern time from Fox 29. Please hit the like button. Share it with your friends. We'll catch you tomorrow, 3 to 6 Eastern. We'll see you on the flip side. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.